In episode 42, we have quite an episode for you that we are extremely proud to bring any entrepreneur, a master businessman who has sold his companies twice in his lifetime, been in the pool industry his entire lifetime. Buzz Giz and Paramount is now a proud member of the Hayward family. Hayward is sponsoring this episode 42 of Buzz Giz, interviewed by Rick Chafee. You do not want to miss the next lifestyle event with Ask the Masters. On February 27th and 28th, we are being hosted by Bazaza Tile, Laticrete, and Wet Edge, and we're going to get dirty. We're actually going to install paper-faced Bazaza Tile with the backdrop of Laticrete, all at the Wet Edge facility. Enjoy. So I am Rick Chafee with Red Rock Contractors and Ask the Masters. We are in our Mesa recording studio at the Red Rock offices, and I've got... Uh, Arizona industry icon for sure, but I actually, in my world, since I don't see outside of my climate as much, he's globally iconic to me in the swimming pool world um, with, with his aspects of paddock pools in the past, his Paramount Industries currently, and, and now working with Hayward, his PACE program he's done for all these years and giving back to the industry since day one. So without further ado, I've got Buzz Giz sitting here in the old Red Rock offices. Um, um, his current office is about a block from here. Yeah. so. We unfortunately or fortunately run into each other <laughs> once in a while anyway. Um, so give me a quick introduction to Buzz Giz, the, the, the synopsis of the, the, the life transformation of Buzz working for the family, we're in a family business, selling the family business and going on. Kind of give us that quick synopsis. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, our, the the uh, paddock uh, Giz name in the pool industry goes way, way back. And actually, um, I'll start kind of with, with my dad in uh, 1958. He, uh, he, uh, he actually was in the grocery business before the pool business and ended up selling that business and was in Arizona with a family of six little kids running around and said, gee whiz, what's the next? What's the next for me? I said, man, Arizona's off lock. He's coming from the Midwest now okay. at this time. So he said, you know, I think the pool business might be kind of a kind of a neat thing to do in town here and did a little investigation and uh, went over and did some investigation, went over to California and uh, investigated more, bought the uh, Paddock franchise out of Paddock, California, okay. bought it for the Arizona and parts of Nevada and parts, little parts of Texas. So Paddock started uh, here in Arizona, franchise out of California in 1958, wow. started at 24th Street in Camelback with about a 500 square foot, a uh, little 500 square foot office uh, selling pools. So the conference room that we're sitting in now is about the same. It's size about the same size, yeah. In <laughs> fact, I was over the I was over at the twenty fourth and Camelback and saw the old location the other day. My wife and I were eating there, so it brought back a lot of memories. But start it goes way way back and uh, started out just building swimming pools. Basically, that's what he was doing, and kind of uh, you know being a visionary. My dad was said, you know, I've got to do got to do more than just pools. And if the pool business ends up slowing down or some things happen, and actually at that point, uh, uh, as a later in the early sixties, that's when the Bay of Pigs and what was going on. So he said, I got to, I got to expand my revenue. That's when he started to think about retail store okay. and open up his first retail store in the, in the, in the Camelback, uh, uh, shopping center there, 24th and Camelback town and country. Exactly. And then he moved on to the service side of it and started to growing from there. And he, he was always had the, the feeling that if you sold a pool, he wanted that customer for life. So sell the pool, uh, have a retail store for chemicals, equipment, pool fund, furniture, whatnot, even have a service department, remodeling department. So that was his vision way back in 1958, kind of accelerating a little bit. In 1964, he opened up Garden Town. And, and at that time, and I still think today it probably would, it was at, it was at 65th Street in Thomas. And it was sitting on 10 acres. 
and it had uh, Rick. I think it had uh, ten swimming pools, five spas. It was a kind of a uh, destination location. And I, I got to tell you a quick story about that, which was kind of funny. That uh, when he opened this up again, sitting on ten acres and all these outdoor pools, and it was somewhat similar to like a. He always had a theory like a car lot. You go to a car lot, you get in a car, open the door, right? Boom, he wants touch to it, feel touch it, it yeah. touch it, feel it. And so he figured, I got to have a place where people can come out and see all sorts of shapes and styles and designs and even try out the pool for all that matter. Well, that's commonplace today in many places, but was that probably one of the first? I mean, that's bigger than most of the ones that are commonplace, but I think of like some, we got some local pool builders here that have their little pool center and they've got two or three projects in there. And you guys had yours at um, Thomas there that had five or six little pool or pools in it, real full size pool yeah. with 10 acres. We're talking, yeah. not only is that a, a, something to bite off on, it wasn't like he had a model to follow. Like, oh, there's 20 other ones like this. Let me try one. That's pretty innovative. Yeah, it was pretty and risky. <laughs> and very risky. And, and he was a visionary because you're right. It was a retail store there, the corporate offices, and, of course, this outdoor park, which, again, had, I don't know, eight, nine pools and spas and whatnot. But the funny thing about it is in the in the industry magazine, I don't know if it was pool and spa, but one of the industry right. magazines way back there wrote an article, and I have that at the office. It said, George Giz is crazy. He'll go broke in less than a year. This is just not done in our industry. Well, of course, right. history will prove differently. Prove, <laughs> prove differently. So, <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. So he, we grew from there and uh, very successful. Ended up, um, you know, at, at times as, as it went on, we were building 2,500 swimming pools a year. Every year digging in swimming crazy. pools. Uh, we moved in, uh, had retail stores that were about 18,000 square feet. Had 17, 18 of the retail stores. Um, and, of course, service and remodeling. And uh, then we moved off into Las Vegas because he had rights there, so we moved operations in Las Vegas, and commercially, which was a big part of our business too, and right. did a lot of commercial work. One of our big projects in town was the Phoenician, but we moved uh, into the commercial world way back when, and, um, and I actually expanded that into California as well, and did some, uh, did some work there. So the business really grew, but my dad, I think the big thing with my dad and the success of my dad father was, he was super, super employee-centric first, and customer centric second. He was always always making sure that having the right people surrounding yourself to build a strong, enduring business today, which he, which of course, kind of passed on to me, which was a great thing he passed on to me because I've taken that now too. But Pat, it grew um, uh, great. And my father unfortunately passed away in 1988, so my brother David, Edward, and I took the business over, and we were blessed to have that foundation that he left us. And we didn't uh, rest on our laurels. We took the business from kind of a small business back then and grew the business up to a pretty good-sized company. We were number two or three in the whole country at that time, yeah. building swimming pools. And um, um, at that then kind of thing, things moved along. And in 2005, uh, we ended up selling oh. the business to a private equity firm. And um, They took it and just kept crushing it? Yeah, um, maybe Rick, not. It, <laughs> well, crushing it maybe in the opposite yeah, way. Yeah, maybe exactly. so. Unfortunately, uh, they, uh, they well, a couple of things. Number one, the economy went. Yeah, two thousand six. Exactly. It really, as we all know, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it had. Especially if you're a production pool builder. I mean, the production pool builders got hammered, no matter because a massive amount of business, literally in twenty four hours, was gone for everybody, and there was no, and it was everybody. So there was no way to quickly recover. There was nowhere for you to go. No, yeah, it was. It was no, Crazy. well, well, well said. And also, we were big in the home builder business at that time right. too. Yep. In home building, if you all remember, back in two thousand six, there was about seventy thousand single family permits pulled. Well, it dropped from seventy thousand to thirteen thousand. Right. And when sixty percent of your business was on home builder side, yep. Obviously, the same thing. It, oh, it yeah. dropped. But 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 uh, private equity came in and uh, made some decisions that probably weren't the best for the company. But uh, one of those things that in, in less than about seven eight years. Uh, 
you know, Paddock ended up uh, folding up and, and going away. So that was kind of a sad situation. But uh, one of those things that happens in business and, you know, things that I learned from, I can, I can tell you that. Well, I think, you know, you brought it up, and since we're talking learning, you know, Richard Branson says this all the time, too. Take care of your employees. They'll take care of your customers, right? 100%. If, you make, if you're forcing your employees to manage your customers, you've got it backwards. It's, backwards. it's hard to see it that way, right? Um, you know, you've got to, and, and, and when you left Paddock, what happened? People changed, and market too. But, I mean, the lack of people, we've talked about this in, in prior conversations of you create a culture, and there's somebody holding that culture together. You have to make sure if you're not there, there's other people that believe the culture and can grow the sure, culture. Sure. Most of them will believe it because you're there. They won't always grow it. Yeah. So, um, or they or they might, might undermine it if they didn't sure. believe in it. So it's that's the toughest part of managing a business. At least I see personally now, and obviously from your experience of watching it happen to you, your your former business. Obviously, I assume there was some emotional concern there when that happened too, because you you know this was this is a big family business. It was a lot of history through the family. It was a name that I'm sure you were super proud of. Sure, um, it's scary to see that happen. Yeah, I grew up in the business, obviously, and tailed to my uh, with my father to the office at a very young age. And I always say I think I got chlorine in my blood. To be honest, I've been doing it so long. So yeah, it was a very sad situation. Uh, but one of those situations in business that happens and bad decisions were, were made and didn't pay attention to employees, right. which I'm, I'm Richard Branson is spot on because that's why I've always run everything is it starts with the employees and then cus- employee centric, like you said, and customer centric second because they know how to take care of the customer. It makes it pretty, pretty, pretty uh, easy at that point. Well, but, they want to because they want to protect your investment, absolutely. right? They, yeah. they see the value yeah. in that. It's, sure. it's a culture. It's a culture within your business that you have to have. People, I think, take granted uh, for the word culture in a business. But if a culture doesn't have a personality, your business doesn't have a personality or a culture, you can't expect the other people to follow you to what you want right. to do. So I think it, it starts with that. But anyway, it 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 dissolved and went away. And meanwhile, I, I will tell you um, now. I'm I uh, I built Paramount uh, Pool and Spa Systems. Yep. And and that, well, that was that started. I know you had an Inforce company. Why Paddock was around. So was that a separate entity at the time, or did that start? Completely separately after. No, no, it's, it was, that's a good point. And actually, Paramount Leisure Industries, uh, DBA, um, uh, Paramount Pool and Spa Systems, actually started in 1964 by my father as well. Okay. So it was a separate corporation way back to 1964. And back then, it was more of like the R&D uh, leg for for Paddock, and they developed things out of that, but it was always a separate corporation. Okay. Um, and we kind of fiddled with it, and, and uh, we did some early projects uh, for above-ground pools, the pool tender. Sure. Some of you might remember that. But it never really did much at all, so it was just kind of floundering. And then in 1998, because uh, I always saw a gem in that. I always saw, geez, I think I can take kind of a diamond in the rough, to be honest with you. Uh, 1998, I bought out uh, most of the other family members out of the business, except my sister and my brother, who stayed on. And uh, so 1998, I, I, I kind of took that over while I was running Paddock as well, right. spending a couple days at Paramount and a couple days at, at Paddock. But I saw a real um, need in the industry and a vision that how we can help dealers across the country be better at what they do. So I figured to myself, well, gee whiz, Paddock, I, I got 40 years experience at, at Paddock and how to run a how to run a company. And I want to be able to develop this and put this into a package where I can embark this on builders across the country. Sure. And not just be a manufacturer to them, but be able to offer them better business practices, I guess. And um, and that's kind of how it all started. And uh, and at that time we were kind of a really just not doing much it was a shell of a company back in, in 1998, and we took the vision of uh, of what 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 we wanted and took uh, the paddock, you know, um, 
foundation basically and be able to embark it amongst our dealers across the country and we did just start out by the way back and then it was even 1980 oh we were one product company all we had was in-floor cleaner right one in-floor in cleaner at that right. time yeah this and valve and this head and this that's it that's it i mean it was nothing <laughs> and else. it sort of works and it works better than nothing yeah oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we'd have a lot of long people. way to go We'd have a lot of people say, "Does she work?" Because you know it was something new. You know, right. back then, add-on cleaners were a big deal. Yep. You know, but 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 we saw the vision of where this could go, and of course, we developed, uh, continued to develop new products, new right. new in-floor uh, technology, and then built with a myriad of different things. Now, our company has skimmers and water levelers and fountains and lights and in-floor and sanitation, sanitation, oh, yeah. yeah, ozone, uh, yep. UV skimmers. All sorts of things, oh, kind of specialty products, I guess you'd say, right. rather than getting into the pump and filter motor market. It's kind of a specialty products, but I always relate in floor cleaning and circulation. By the way, because circulation right. is just as important, is to kind of you know get getting your lawn and building this uh, growing this beautiful grass and and not having pop up sprinklers in your grass, putting an oscillating sprinkler. We always believe the best way for a pool to be. Uh, clean is with in-floor because not only does it cleaning, it does steps, benches, walls, floors, it circulates the water from the bottom of the pool. Anytime Absolutely. you can bring the water from the bottom of the pool up is a yeah. whole lot better for the swimming pool. And, es and especially if you're heating the pool. and There's, oh, I mean, there's so many different benefits that you get out of that one piece of product. Yeah, 100%. Um, that, that changes it from, we, us as a pool builder, we used to have both circulation systems and our in-floor systems. And the funny that we did it for years, and like, why are we putting this whole? It's always turned off because yeah. we're running the infloor, yeah. and the infloor is a better way to get the water back sure. anyway. Sure, distribute it's all yeah. the way around. We sure. get no more dead spots. So sure. now we almost never even have a, a circul circulation loop left in the pool because sure. the infloor can act as the same. So, um, you know, you talked a little bit when you Paramount started. It was you know when you talked about the teaching the industry and giving back to the industry and taking your knowledge and you've continued that today obviously um, you have the pace program that you do still with your bigger dealers and, and more influential builders it, you know it's always been really important to me and, and amazing to me how when I've been there multiple times now we all come together we take some of the smartest brains and maybe some of the dumbest like me in the same <laughs> room but we, we all have these different aspects of the industry that we learn from one you know we we're just talking about service industry I remember a guy doing a speech in there talking about like you have the customer, you have their name, their number, and they have your product. And you're just going to hand that to somebody. Like, why would you hand it? Like, control yeah. it, right? And so and so, some people look at it and go, and go, this guy was servicing 2,000 pools. He goes, why would you hand all these customers away? Like, you just don't think innovatively like that all the time. And But we take all these different companies and put all their brains together and work together. Um, I wish Congress and Senate would work that way, right? Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but we don't get in a room and bully each other around. We yeah. literally go in a room yeah. and we're kind of taking the, the clothes off and saying, here's how I do it. And everybody can steal their aspects from it. But that's that's the point of this whole Ask the Masters project we're working on now is how do we get our, the information to the industry and to people outside of our industry to recognize that these products exist, right? There's education in the industry. There's designers that actually have education in the industry. There's people working at levels high above what we've created as a somewhat bad reputation as an industry, yeah. right? Um, the pool industry always is kind of dabbled. There's, there's certainly great pool builders across the globe, but there's also a lot more not great pool builders. Um, and, they, and they've kind of trashed the name and created this um, reputation that gets there before you. And now you got to overcome that. And over time, you can build a company that proves that you're better than that. When you have a company of the size of Paddock, obviously, you've, you've grown that because you continue to improve and creep your quality up and keep the people 
where they're supposed to be, so they want to keep the quality up. Sure. It takes a lot to do that. I mean, I you know every, a lot of people have built their companies to bigger numbers, but you can get to 200 pools and be killing yourself to try to get through it because you don't have people and systems that work. Sure. You're doing 10 times that at one point yeah. um, or more, and that I mean I'm a I'm a market wise, volume wise, we're tiny in that world because we have a different segment we we uh, handle, but. At the same time, we still have a lot. I can learn a ton from how you ran that business and vice versa, I think. Sure. Um, but that's why we bring this to the table, and that's what guys like you have have been such a big influence. If, if somebody doesn't know who you are, they don't recognize somebody that works for Cody Pools in Texas, right? Yeah. Um, one of the one, one of the biggest pool builders, maybe yeah. actually number one for a number of years now, after, certainly yeah, after Paddock. Seven years in a row. <laughs> um, yet he sits in a meeting with a bunch of us in Phoenix once a year, yeah. and it helps us understand how he's grown that business right. and also learns from the rest of us. Right. You know, these are these are iconic guys that you have been able to influence with your with your systems, even if it wasn't you personally, and helped our industry grow up right and we and we we needed a lot still um and I, i'm always a miffed at how many people don't know there's opportunities like that yeah. um and i think you've made a big part of increasing you know letting me come to your meetings and discuss what educational opportunities are out there for pool builders and have people in the industry for 20 years going like didn't know that existed yeah. which which is which is crazy hayward is a proud sponsor of this episode as we start to eavesdrop on jc escadero of j design pool and spa and scotty Payne as they talk about the benefits of using hayward how are you buddy good how are you scott i'm good brother i miss you you know not not a lot of people realize you and i have a little history through uh through Genesis, and that's how we met. So that's kind of cool that uh, you know here we are six, seven years later, talking about uh, I think the best best pool equipment on the planet, Hayward Pool Products. Yeah, actually, uh, you're, you're right on that. It's been a few years. Uh, we have a long friendship going on, even though you're on the other side of the, of the country, and I'm here on the West Coast. Uh, we 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 uh, get along together very well. And uh, using the products, uh, both and in your area and in my area, exchanging those information so has been uh, also very interesting. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> you and I are like uh, like Biggie Smalls and Tupac. We got this East Coast West Coast thing going on, <laughs> um, and, and you know, I, I, I chuckle and, and kind of smile under my breath, but you got to admit when you and I got involved in uh, Genesis with, you know, what I would say are the best pool builders in the world, you know, this, this group of group of group of guys, you know, we've gotten to know and love that you and I were the minority, you know, every, everybody else, you know, I, I don't think we're allowed to use uh, other company names in this, um, but, uh, you know, we'll say they were they were uh, locked in with the brown pump. And uh, you and I just kind of stuck out like sore thumbs. I know that was, that was you know just uh, you're right on right on point on that. And uh, what a lot of people don't even know is that you know Hayward has uh, a huge line of, of aquatics that goes very well also with aquariums. They do uh, uh, boats. They do all kinds of uh, yep. uh, big big pumps and big valves for uh, aquatic designs, even water treatment plants. Uh, but basically the residential line of products they have, it's, for me, it's been phenomenal. Uh, no questions asked. Uh, those products are really good. How long have you been using it? How long have you been using Hayward? I've been using Hayward for approximately 20 years now. Uh, since I started working, uh, as a superintendent for 
other poor builders uh, here in Southern California, they were already using their products and every now and then customers, you know, requested to have other brands of equipment installed. And uh, I was never very thrilled. My experience since then uh, has been growing with with the company. Every time they pull out a pump and they introduce it to the market, you know, we test it. We also uh, are a warranty station, so we can always tell them, hey, we think this, we think that. So that feedback has been very interesting for me. Uh, and at the point that I get to know a lot of people because I give them feedback from heaters, and the heaters are built, uh, uh, I believe, in uh, uh, Texas uh, now these days. And uh, also... The, all the electronics. So we have all this feedback going on for, for that many years now. Yeah, I agree. I, I have to say on my side, I, I feel like our uh, our local Hayward service guy is the Maytag repairman of the group. You know, we we don't have a lot of warranty. Um, and that, with the volume that I do and I know what you do, that sounds, it sounds a little strange, but, you know, at the end of the, end of the year, we're not spending a lot of money back on warranty claims and arguing with the manufacturer about making better products. I, I feel that they're ahead of the curve. And I know you've had a chance in your career that you have stepped outside the Hayward box and used some of the other lines and what, you know, what kind of feedback can you give, you know, as far as their service and, and warranties and just working with the company? Yeah. The, uh, the, the one thing that I've been always, uh, very, uh, impressed is that everything's so simple to install. Uh, there's not big manuals. There's no 38 pages you need to read. Everything's pretty straightforward. And uh, the hydraulics that they already have in their pumps, in their inlets, the biggest trainers and the pumps, that sort of thing just help, you know, with overall circulation. And you have less issues with pumps, and specifically on, on, on that end of the, uh, of the equipment. Uh, product line that they have, but if you go also with the uh, with the electronics, they're very simple to program. They do what they're supposed to do, and they're they're not flaking on that. No, no, not at all. I I, I say this all the time that they are they are ahead of the curve, and and their R and D is amazing, second to none. We've spoken before. You know, I get a chance to beta some stuff for them, and. I'm always just I'm blown away at the technology and their their ability to look ahead if they don't have the technology at their fingertips in house they'll go out and purchase a company like you and I are buying lunch um, I know one of those fro- right. products that uh, you're passionate about and I'm getting my feet wet wet with is the uh, the fin the uh, yeah you know the you know the the, the you know chemical, chemical chemical control or chemical, you know, chemical reading, uh, on your phone app based, um, you know, who, who to thunk it, right? Well, what's your, yeah. what's your experience been with the fin so far? Well, you were, you were touching a point overall that Hayward, it's, it's reaching to all these industries and because overall they want to have a whole company with an array of products that can handle everything under one blanket. That is a huge plus for me. So under the same blanket, you have the line of products. We go from filters, heaters, pumps, automation that we just talked about. And uh, now they uh, they just um, 
have on board the fan, which is basically a floating device that is monitoring 24-7 your chemistry on your pool. And, that's, and, and you get an app with it, and you get customer service, and you have also 24-hour support. You can text them and go like, what's going on with my thing? And they'll tell you or troubleshoot it. You just need to connect it to the, uh, to the internet. Like everything we have now these days needs to be connected. And it will communicate. It will give you the uh, hands-on information of what's going on with that pool. And in our application, I, I, I found that very valuable because we can give this to a customer and on a critical phases of, you know, the beginning of startups and uh, the plaster procedures and, and all that you do at the beginning with this uh, pretty expensive pools that we are blessed to have and, and um, fortunate to build uh, make a difference because I can monitor, I can see what's going on with the pH, with the cyanuric acid, with uh, sanitizer, uh, even the alkalinity, the thing can read it. So I think it's a big asset to the company. Uh, I, I think it needs a little bit more integration with the Omni, but I, I think that for sure is going to come in the future. Dude, you are, you are, you nailed it. Um, you know, somebody spends, you know, six figures for a pool and then, you know, you, you wonder what the chemistry is the first 28 days of operation. And, and you and I both know that's where a lot of your problems come in. You had mentioned the Omni logic. Um, I'm always in awe of, of the performance of it, the connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how long have you been on the Omni? Did you stick with the, the you know, the, the ProLogic for a while, thinking maybe this, uh, this Jetsons-style technology wasn't going to take off? I, I know. Actually, uh, no. I, the first time it came out, I said, I want that in my pool. So I, I basically, like you said, better test stuff. And I do it in my own backyard. Uh, and I can see what's going on with it. I'm, I'm extremely, uh, extremely happy with it. I've added things, you know, here and there, change settings. Uh, the, one of the most user-friendly panels that you can have in the market because you'll get on oh, from Hayward and I'll tell you, hey, there's a new update. You go online. Download a USB uh, into a small USB. You download the upgrade. You go back to your panel. You plug that USB. You tell the panel, please update. And it's done in 30 seconds. And you will have more features. You will have more control. And all these updates are an added value to the client because he doesn't need to pay a dime for it. Every time there's an upgrade, every time there's something, the panel doesn't need to be changed. You don't need to call an electrician again to change all the wiring because it's obsolete. This will yep. not be obsolete. Never, never. It, I don't. I don't know what's beyond the Jetsons. <laughs> Both really committed to and, and absolutely in love with. Um, and yeah. it's just an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to see you at Ask the Masters in Mesa, Arizona. You got to love those guys. And and um, you know, I'm, I'm on the island out here. I'm East Coast, so anytime. Uh, I can leave in February, get a little bit of sunshine, and give Dave Penton a hug is, is going to be a good day, and, and see all my boys. And you're on that list, man. I, I just can't wait to see it. Oh, same, same. Bring your bathing suit. It's probably not going to be as cold as home. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate it, and thanks for the invite. Uh, looking forward to seeing you over there 
and uh, say hello to the family. Take I care, will, my buddy. friend. Give, give Liliana a hug for us. Take care. Will do. All right. Take care. So what's so? Let's talk about the current day, Paramount. Obviously, you guys are now in, bought, been purchased or bought by Hayward. Is that the correct? Yeah, but let me let me just say one yeah. thing about about what you said because really, Rick, that was just really spot on. I I think it's it's the responsibility of the industry, leaders of the industries, people like you and myself, and there's 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 lots of them out there. To, to the responsibility is to embark this information to the other pool builders across the country and it, it let them know the, that there is education available to them. Oh, yeah. And if they do want to do, uh, you know, build an enduring business, I always say, they need to take advantage of these things. And it's just not, it's just not pace. There's a lot of oh, yeah. great things out there that these, especially these young guys that coming up in the business can really help develop their business. And, and they're there, you just have to reach out and, and find it and, and be able to embrace that and be open to that. And that's one thing we, you know, would do at Pace is we would really, you know, we never talked about products. We talked about right. best best business practices. I mean, from all sorts of topics, leadership, uh, you know, transitional periods, uh, our, employee our, safety, employee uh, safety, yeah, the, everything yeah. that are, that is important. And I think what you said was true. I think when you bring these people together, all these pool builders from all over the world, by the way, you know, oh, yeah. Australia right. and Canada, yeah. and even some people in Europe, but there, and they just pretty much let the shield down and they opened up. And that's our responsibility going forward is to be able to continue to raise the bar in this industry, because you are right. Generally speaking, it's not a the bar isn't really raised yeah, in a lot of areas. High, right. We need to raise that up and become uh, and continue to raise up. And I think that's the responsibility of people like you and my and myself and others out there that can do that. Now, question about the pair. Uh, Before we spin there, let's. The one thing I've learned about at least on me for a person is it's also very addicting. Like once you drop the brought the shields down and start talking to others and learning yeah. it becomes very addictive right yep. you, like if you come to pace once you want to come back every time if you take a class from genesis or watershape university they teach you so much about what you didn't know yeah regardless of what you walked away with yeah. you walk away now with me saying look i've got a bigger i thought i had a void this big of knowledge i needed to fill the void is actually a chasm right and it, and it becomes very addictive because yeah. you you can there's so much information so many other people have already fell through that hole and can help you get over it um, and if you just open your ears, listen and pay attention, and then it will just drive sure. you to get like, I think you just drive and drive and drive and you want to get more because once you can see, once you apply some of that knowledge and get the benefit, then it, like I said, it becomes addictive so yeah. much. You're like, okay, what's next? How do I get the next piece? And yeah. so, yeah. and you've, you've done a huge part of that because you've not, like you said, you didn't bring us together to talk about your products. You have figured out just like taking care of employees will make sure they take care of your customers you take care of your customers, which means they get more customers, yeah. which means they're buying more products, right? Yep. Yes, and, sir. And so the best way to maximize no you selling, there. right? <laughs> makes makes best way to maximize you selling product is get your yeah. current buyers yeah. to be better, right. right? And not you don't have to go down and chase down all the others. It's just like how, you already have the client, make them better, yeah. right? right? Make them buy more, and that's that. It, and it's so it's somewhat self-serving, but more importantly. It, it's industry needed yep. in such a bad way, and I, you've yeah, done a big part of that since since I was the first time I really knew you or met you was I knew the company you had, but we were plumbing pools for yeah. you, at, you yeah. know, in the late '90s, early yeah. 2000s, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, just a labor force out there slapping together pipes and the, the seeing we were also building pools at the time haphazardly at the point to be honest with you, but just watching how we were treated as a subcontractor, the systems you had in place and the way you ran us as a sub and respected us and treated us because we were plumbing for you and 
two or three other no names um, that we'll talk about that and the, the the respect and the process and the systems like there you know I didn't have to call you for a check it came I didn't have to even invoice you if we finished the work and told you it was done on Friday there's a check for that job every Friday um, and it would to me the systems and management side of that was was super important so what did it do for me I got three pools to plumb on Friday I can do one guess who gets the pool plumb yeah, yeah. paddock does yeah. why because I know he'll take care of me these guys probably won't they haven't paid me for the last four you know sure. it was an amazing learning experience for me to learn it taught me who to start following pay attention to and you've been you've been oh, huge in the industry you. and I appreciate that thank you um, and now you've rolled that and to continue that through Paramount so let's talk through where Paramount is today and well, what you're doing as a company and then where you are with the sale and those kind of things. Yeah, well, you know, where we are today, let me just back just a little bit. Paramount's a global company. Yep. We, we have uh, distributors in um, Australia, distributor in Spain, distributor in France, Slovakia markets as well. And of course, in Canada, we have a distributor and of course, all over the United States. So we're, we're, we are tentacles have gone way out. We've really expanded the business with our with our product line. And uh, we've been fortunate and blessed that it's been really good. Uh, in um, see August of 2018, I guess actually prior to that, I was approached by Hayward Manufacturing Company, uh, Clark Hale, who at that time was a CEO. Um, I was at a New, I was in New York at a um, one of the pool conferences, and uh, I got a call that someone wanted to have breakfast with me, Clark, and we went out to breakfast. Yep. And we kind of started the conversation at that time about how. Um, how we could maybe get together and, and bring the two companies together. But what he was most intrigued about uh, with the company, along obviously the, the product line is, is important, was our culture and our mm -hmm. brand, the strong brand and culture that we have that he was hoping to bring that in. And that's what we're doing slowly now, bringing that kind of culture that we have at, uh, at, at, uh, at Paramount, which is, again, 100%. Uh, customer centric. I always use the the phrase that uh, Jeff Bezos did from Amazon. He has a letter out there that he did when he first started his business called Day One. If you all haven't read it, you really need to re read it because you, if you all go back to when we all had our business that first day, what were we all focused on? The most important thing was what the customer. Just getting that first sale out the door, right? It just do it no matter what. No pot. No policies, no procedures, just take care of that customer. So the motto around Paramount has always been what day it is. Every day is day one. If you act like every day of your business is day one, which is always focused on your customer, I'm going to tell you, you have a much greater chance of succeeding in a, in a big way. Oh, yeah. So so we got to, you know, uh, um, uh, Hayward, we had a lot of discussions back and forth, and I did a lot of investigation. Hayward, it was a great super company, been around for, geez, I think, as long as Pat is 60, 70 years, started by the Davis family way back yep. when, a family business. Uh, family business, and of course, I have two sons and, and a daughter. But my daughter, you know, lives and works in California in another industry, and my two boys were in the business, and we had lots of family discussion and talk and meditation and whatnot. And once they decided, the boys decided now they wanted to kind of blaze their own trail and do something else, something different. Um, it came clear to my wife and I as I. You know, getting up in age or a little, a little bit. Uh, just that, tiny. You're fine. You're yeah, fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But talking know. early days. Yeah. To, just say early. Don't say early. Don't say like 1964. No, yeah, no, no. Just say early. Early. <laughs> so we decided that this might be a good time and a good fit with Hayward. Yeah. Uh, again, coming from a, they were a family business. They were bought out by a private equity as well. So we got together and and uh, we, you know, uh, Hayward ended up acquiring us and uh, closed in August of 30, 31st of 2018. Okay. So now we're one, we're part of the uh, Hayward organization. And ideally, it sounds like the intent between them is they saw power in the organization and product, but also let's infiltrate the culture, right? Uh, the culture was the strongest piece of your business that they saw. They could, you know, it, 
to bring back to them, right? Because you can they can get the money out of the business, right? They're selling products, moving sure, products, but sure. to be successful and to increase their benefits was look at the culture this guy is. Look at the people that follow him. That's what I, I mean. When I look at you as a company, as a firm, as a person. I look at how many people want to follow and listen to what you're bringing to the table, whether it's you or who you brought to the table, but with pace with with what you've done as a company as your companies have come and sold. You just bring so many people to the same place to get better. Yeah, and it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, I I, I think so. I think the culture was uh, from Clark's standpoint was a really big deal, and the, he was amazed with the relationships that to me go way beyond business. By the way, oh, yeah. I think I think when when you build a relationship, whether it's with a customer, a, a end user, or in our particular case, a, a pool builder, right. it's got to go beyond just business. Yep. Uh, anybody can do business with anybody, but it's got to go beyond that, and you have to it has to be genuine, and you have to build it. So he saw he saw the culture, and he also saw the very strong brand of, of the Paramount name. It's a sure. very strong brand in our category: the in floors, skimmers, and sanitizers, and whatnot. So I think when he saw that, and they also had a lot of categories in the product that they didn't have that we had right. that would fit synergistically within right. their business. Right in. Right. So I think when they saw that, and and um, you know, the, the Giz family felt real comfortable with Hayward and felt com- comfortable with the management staff that they had. We came together and now we're, we're, we're married. We're brother, sister. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, obviously the relationship piece, we, we can talk about for days probably in, in years, but I mean, you guys have your, your, uh, your partners program too, that we work together and that, that creates that whole separate piece where we, a group of us travel in different places and spend personal time because you create outside of business relationships. And those are the things that, let you actually learn who a person is, yeah. right? Whether whether they have integrity, whether you, you got a company name, you got a motto, you got all those things. But when you spend time with them outside of their workspace and out of their even out of their own state, and like you actually learn who people are, sure. and then you learn who you can rely on. Who and 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 that personal relationship is what gets business done, yeah. right? We I just, we literally just had a pump issue on a job today, you know, day before Christmas sure. break, yeah. um, for a very important client, and there's no pumps in town. But I can get a hold of my rep. She's got. I'm a personal relationship with my rep because we spend time together, we talk together, and she services me. And she made another phone call to the district manager at a f- store that I have a personal relationship with, as well as her. And they're going to hand us a pump, and we're going to install it. And the supplier is going to help us figure out the warranty in January. Yeah. Because if we had to go through the whole warranty process, the customer would be unhappy. Mm-hmm. The pump wouldn't be running, and we'd wait till two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. And and so, but the only reason that happened is because of relationship, not because I called up the tech line and say, "Hey, fix my pool." Um, and I see that a lot, you know, the online world and the online instant gratification world, I, I follow blogs and, and, and Facebook groups and stuff. And you watch these guys livid with manufacturers or suppliers because they're not instantly solving the problem that they self-created, sure. right? Or, and, or they didn't do anything on their own part to solve it themselves and read the instructions or, you know, and they're just pissed because the supplier can't give me instant gratification of my solution. Um, but that's because they don't have a relationship. Yeah. If they had the relationship... They would get that. And the reason they don't have a relationship is because the supplier also realizes that they're not the kind of person that reads the instructions and does it right and works it out. Um, and I think there's, we were, we've talked a couple times in these podcasts about adjusting to the millennial organization. And, the, you know, if you talk about how your dad was selling pools, right, he, he actually put the pool park in so they could see the pool. Today, yeah. they buy houses without ever seeing the house. Oh, no. They buy cars and it gets delivered to their house, right, because they... They're on their fingers. That's yep. pretty. They get all their specs. They can cross-check every single price, every single spec, and push a button. And you know, lunch just got delivered yep. in five minutes. And they're different dead. world. And we've got a the whole world's gonna. If we want to learn from each other, there's gonna be a few people out there that are gonna be more dynamic and more risky and build the first pool park or build the first 
you know, virtual pool party. Virtual pool party. Um, <laughs> that's and, right. And, and right, we're going to have to learn from that. Yeah. And that's what these, yeah. that's what it does to, to, to create these relationships and go to these learning experiences because there's going to be a few key leaders that are going to be first adopters. Yeah. The rest of us will sit back and go, yeah, maybe, maybe not, but we'll watch them be successful and we can learn from that. Yeah. Um, but we're all going to have to keep doing that to get our labor force to want to work the way we want them to, to get our, to get, to understand the customer, how they're going to buy um, and how to get the word out. You know, we've, we've learned, we obviously, we, we do a podcast and, and we sponsor our podcast. We get our podcast, podcast sponsored. The reason they get sponsored is because they get results. Yeah. Because now there's basically a TV channel for any type of interest you might ever have from swimming pools to sailing to in-floor cleaning systems to cars to guns to politics whatever you want to have there's literally probably a dozen tv stations that can be directly to you and now you can pick it when you want it and you want to watch it it's not noise in the background and so we've learned too that we can get direct to industry instantly with information and provide them an immediate response and and immediate results out of out of even marketing or advertising dollars because they're literally as we sit here today if they had interest in Paddock and what Paddock does and, and, and what Paramount does and Buzz Giz, they've, they've now learned a lot about the systems. They know that Hayward's now involved, that they're already at Hayward. Like, boom, 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 we've just turned them into a customer. Yeah. And so, and, sure. and, sure. and we've got a very, fo- nobody else is listening. You know, yeah. it's not noise in the background on the way to California in the backseat of a car like we were used to as kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. We get, the kids For are sure. in the back yeah. looking at stuff they like, yeah. which allows more feed of stuff they like. We can so target this stuff, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And this is part of that. So, um, what else is new with Buzz? What's the plan um, in your future? Obviously, you're going to be with Hayward and Paramount for a while. But what's what is what's what is what's what makes you tick? What do you want to do when when nobody's watching? What does Buzz like to do on his own? Oh boy, when no one's watching. Well, wow. let's somebody's watching. <laughs> let's keep, let's clean it up. Let's yeah, see when somebody's let's watching. Clean that up. Yeah, let's say someone's watching. Well, you know, I don't. I'm not a guy with a lot of hobbies because. Um, uh, work and uh, has been my passion, mm-hmm. and uh, really not 100% proud of that because I really wish I did take up golf or did something. But I enjoy working out. I think that's important as we, you know, get older, is to stay in stay in best shape we possibly can. Uh, family um, for me is obviously first and foremost. We um, I you know spend a lot of time with the family and want to do that as I go into oh, yeah. my next chapter and chapter life. But but I still have a lot of gas in the tank. There's no question about it. Uh, a lot of energy left, and I'd love to continue in the industry and be able to give back in different ways. I think that's kind of my next, my next, I guess, is right. what's that next? And I want to, I want to mentor. In fact, it's funny. I got a phone call the other day from a young guy uh, out of Florida. Uh, this one of our dealers, and and he's just starting his business and really growing exponentially, just moving it very quickly. And I spent about two hours. He called me right out. It's a buzz. I need some help. What do you think? And I, I, I really enjoy that. I, I want to be able to give back to the industry that was so good to myself and my family for so many years. And I, and I think I can do that. Mm-hmm. I think I can have an impact on, on, um, on the, this industry and, and give back my experience of, of um, what it takes to, to run a, a successful, enduring business. And um, so that's what I want to do. I think that's my next. And I will continue to work out. I want to travel some more. Sure. I like traveling. Um, we had on some trips together, yeah, you know oh, that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so we've been around around the world a couple of times uh, to different places together. So we're going to do some traveling. And uh, philanthropic thing is very important to me. That's the next thing in my life. I'm working on uh, on the board of uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital. Awesome. And I want to nothing uh, better. Nothing better. Uh, children's always been near and dear to my heart. And I figured something like Phoenix Children's Hospital has a lot of tentacles. It goes. Throughout the world, yep. so I'm I'm a part of that now, and and uh, thanks to my, actually my son Nick, who is the impetus behind that, kind of pushed me to that. So 
that's next for me and okay. continue to run Paramount and with the same uh, energy and, and integrity and trust that, that I've done for a while and continue to uh, move in that direction and continue to build the business. Well, I can attest to your mentorship. You've been mentoring me without even knowing for years, right? Um, and, and even most recently, we've had more than one conversation yes. about how to mentor my business. Yeah. Um, we're close now office-wise, yeah. so I'm going to keep exploiting you when yeah. I can. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I would, I would behoove you and, and implore you to uh, continue to do that because the, the wealth of knowledge and experience and wisdom that you bring to the table with all the different aspects of our business you've been involved in, um, and even businesses outside of our in, industry for sure, just it, it just it just brings it all through. I mean, you grew up as, as a kid. You saw mistakes your dad made that now you remember. You know, you saw mistakes, mistakes I made. You, you made. You <laughs> yeah. made, saw mistakes the industry has made. Yeah, sure. You watch people take your own company and make mistakes and screw it up yeah. that you had sold. I mean, so you are like the perfect avenue for for pool builders of my sort or any sort for that matter to to understand how to build their business, build their culture. Sure. Um, you know, the, the one thing I use, there's a lot of people out there that are personal coaches and business coaches, but they've never owned a business. They've never, you know, um, those are the ones to me that always amaze me. I had a, we were in a, in a group setting one time and we were doing kind of a marketing group and get together and kind of help, help find each other more business. And one of the members was a personal coach and talked about how successful she was and how she makes everybody so successful. And, and not that this is how you gauge success, but she had to leave early. So we all kind of stepped up to see the car she was leaving. He was super successful that was going to make me more successful. And I don't think it barely ran. Um, <laughs> you know, it was one of those. Like, so and it, you can't gauge everything. I should have been driving, you know, somebody else's car. But, but the point being, like, you don't have to explain how good you are. And that's the reason we knew that she wasn't very good is because she was selling herself so hard. You have literally can because of what you've done through the industry, you bring that with you and people are just going to, you want to suck it dry to get that information. There's just so much there to get. Um, it's just critical. You know, you bring so much that to the table. And I, I hope that in the future as we keep doing more of this and, and even with you and Hayward and Paramount, we continue to find a way to help you guys bring this to industry, get more of it to the industry and, and, and even get you out there on your own. I think it's uh it's a hugely important piece. I'm a little jealous if you're doing too much for somebody else because I want to be your <laughs> I want to be your key mentor. Um, but uh, I appreciate you spending time with us, oh, yeah, talking no, about uh, Paramount, the days of Paddock, and the early days, and yeah. and and more critical than anything that that I take from this conversation is family. Critical. I feel like I'm part of your family sure. over the years, even the Paramount though Paramount family. Sure. Um, but you know, employees. How important it is to take care of your employees so they take care of yeah. your customers, and never stop learning, right? I mean, provide and, and be willing to teach others. You know, the, the, the great thing about Pace, the great thing about some of the stuff I do with Genesis and Watership University and the, and the education is we're providing intrinsic knowledge into people. And like you, I love doing that, yep. even in my own backyard. And, yep. you know, you, you know me and I, you know Jeremy very well. We're both in the same market, do very similar projects. We have helped each other in the past. Sure. We will continue to do that. Um, you know, the, 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 the best thing you can do is, is make friends of your potential enemies um, because you'll work together in the future and probably not step on each other as much. And, and you'd be surprised how well that benefits you in the future. You know, there's nothing wrong with teaching others your solutions to things because it brings them up and now it makes the playing field more even anyway. Yeah. Right? So Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it reminds me of a story when I first started Pace. I think it was um, 1999, I think it was 1998. And I, I had really just gotten it, 98, it was, uh, it was July 1999. And I didn't know many of the dealers, but, but I always wanted to take, the, again, this 40 years of paddocks, just all this knowledge and be able to dump it into, uh, into these dealers. And we invited only 20 of them. And I didn't know any of them, by the way. And they all wondered, what does Buzz, what's he, what's he, what, what are we flying out here for? And I flew them all out. What is he gonna do? What's he gonna happen? And we just did a complete 
paddock brain dump. And they were like amazed because never has anybody shared anything in our industry. And that's one thing I admire about you know you, you, yourself, Rick. You're, you're the same kind of DNA I have, which is which is it's, we need to. It doesn't matter who it is, competitor. Embark that information on them to be, build a better industry. For sure. But, but they were all like amazed, like I, I can't believe you're just telling us all this. No one's ever done this before. But that was the start of how we built the business. Is is building it with. Um, Becoming, like I said, as I said earlier, more than just a more than just a manufacturer. Anybody can sell a piece of plastic, right. but it's being able to offer them more, and oh, that's yeah. what I think the industry has to have more of us doing that. Well, and I think the one thing I learned too when I do that, just like I'm sure you did the first time, is not only did you impart knowledge on them, you also had your own problems, oh. and you were able to get solution. Like here's what we did when we had that. You know, so same thing when I teach classes or when I do these kind of like I after te- why I'm teaching the class, people are asking questions or we're showing something like, hey, I've got a better way to do. Oh. Well, let's hear it. Yeah. Like, but I'm, I'm sure you do. Sure. We certainly don't. We're certainly not the only people in the room nope. with the brain. Nope. Um, nope. The other thing I've learned is it's not as scientific and secret as you might think. You know, there's not the secret sauce. And you think you look at other companies and larger companies. We do as a general contractor or as a subcontractor, we work for big generals and generals that do billions of dollars worth of work. And you expect to walk onto those projects and it's going to be, oh, they're going to be like super yeah. systematic. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. wow, they have all the same problems we're dealing yeah. with. Right? <laughs> um, so the, the sauce is not so secret. Yeah. But as you, as you help mix it around, you can certainly improve upon what you're doing. And I think that, you know, what you might try to hold close to your chest, it's not, they know some of that or most of it anyway. And once you start letting some of that out, you get as much back as you get up for or sure. More, right? more. You know, yeah. if you've got 20 people in the room and you give all of your knowledge, yeah. there's 20 people that can give you their knowledge, yeah. right? So sure. the benefit is either actually far outweighs sure. itself sometimes. Sure. So awesome. Well, Buzz, you are a joy to be with on vacation. You're a joy to have in company meetings. Thank You've you. taught me a wealth of information, um, of, of very little about the actual pool building business, nope. but more about business building, relationship <laughs> sure. building, and people yeah. building. And uh, I'll never forget that. Well, thank so you, I appreciate you coming in here yeah, today. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, I wish you all the luck with yeah. um, your future plans of you know mentorship and yeah. working out. Sure, um, yeah. But obviously with Hayward and Paramount, sure. I, I, you know we, we, we love that working with Paramount, and they've always been a great partner of ours. Yeah. And so we hope to well. continue that relationship through time. Well, thank you. I hope you invite me back. Maybe we could do another topic on something. I'd like to share some more stuff. So anytime oh, yeah. you want me to, as you said, we're just a rock yeah. throw away. So I'd you be start, happy to You do start that. writing down topics, we'll start scheduling time. Well, I, so. I will. I, I, have a, I have a great topic I'd like to talk, talk about sometime about building a business, what I think it takes to build a successful business. We could just hone in on that. That would be fun someday to embark that on that. But I, we will do I, it. I would love to do that. Absolutely. Awesome. All well, right. This is Rick Chafee and Buzz, Buzz Giz. Giz. We're with Ask the Masters, and we are headed out. Ask the Masters is dedicated to educating, mentoring, and designing a better workplace for the swimming pool industry and their families. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.